And the Gospel lesson comes to us from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Luke, beginning in verse 10 through verse 17. I picked this Gospel lesson because I think it exhibits so well our call to rejoice in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I would call your attention to how the story ends with the people. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And just then there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. When he laid his hands on her immediately, she stood up straight and began praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, kept saying to the crowd, There are six days which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be cured and not on the Sabbath. But the Lord answered him and said, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to give it water? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, who Satan bound for 18 long years, be set free from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When Jesus said this, all of his opponents were put to shame, and the entire crowd was rejoicing at all the wonderful things that he was doing. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Soren Kierkegaard described the life of faith as a dance saying that God is in the center, inviting all to come forward and to join and participate in the dance. It is there in the center of faith where we are engaged in all that is life-affirming and all that is life-giving. Love, peace, forgiveness, hope, joy, all of those things are found when we enter the dance. And unfortunately, Kierkegaard also knew that, as he said, many live dejectedly in worldly sorrow and joy. They are the ones, he said, who sit along the wall and do not join in the dance. This is what is happening in the story from Luke's gospel, which we have just read. Jesus heals the bent-over woman, continuing his ministry of healing. And it is his way, through all the healings that he did, to announce that the dance is happening and that those who respond in faith to that invitation 
could, could now come forward and join in the dance. But as we heard in the story, when Jesus heals that bent-over woman, indicating that she is now a full participant in the life that God intends for all people, there were some there who were critical of Jesus' actions. How dare you invite others to dance by healing on the Sabbath, the day of rest? And don't we get the irony of that? For the leaders of the synagogue, those who are leading the people in worship, to say, don't come to church to be healed. Somehow, they had misunderstood God's intention and had begun to use the law to maintain the status quo rather than to use the law as a tool for freedom. So let's check about that in our own lives. If what you are doing is not bringing you peace and joy and contentment, then either you are doing the wrong thing or you're doing the right thing for the wrong reasons. The Reformation is an ongoing reform, and we believe that Reformation happens at the macro level, the big level where churches change and doctrines and policies are reformed. But Reformation also happens at the micro level, whereby God is always conducting heart transplants, removing from us our hearts of stone and replacing it with hearts of flesh. So what we are talking about when we say each and every week, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit, I believe that what we are really talking about is resurrection. It is as simple and as profound as that. In everything that Jesus did, especially in his rising to new life, Jesus shows us what it means to rejoice in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we don't proclaim the gospel to be some good news that just turned out well for Jesus long ago. But we also proclaim that good news because we believe and affirm that that same spirit is working in our lives. It is our story too. We must never forget that we are an Easter people We live on this side of the resurrection, and we are to be a people who dance with God in the center of life, claiming that all that we are and all that we ever hope to be can only be found in God. Paul said it plainly in the scripture from Romans, that the Spirit which raised Jesus from the dead is the same Spirit which has been given to us. And this is a Spirit of wisdom and understanding. This is a Spirit of power and might. This is a Spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. This is 
a spirit of joy that we find in the Holy Presence. We don't rejoice in our own power. We rejoice in the power of the Holy Spirit, which enlivens us and invites us to dance. The Holy Spirit, a gift to us and a gift to the entire world. The Holy Spirit is all that we need in order to live the life that God intends for us. As Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it in all its abundance. So no wonder, no wonder Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount said, Rejoice and be glad. No wonder that Paul later in Philippians said, Rejoice and again I say, Rejoice. No wonder we are set out into the world with such a bold acclamation and a bold affirmation for our lives have been changed and that we may dance and say, thanks be to God. So let us join together in saying, thanks be to God. Amen.